Welcome to another horrific review. Uh, today, being joined by Adam, and we're going to be discussing the 2022 film Sick. Um, <laughs> on Peacock in the States, I believe. Um, Colin couldn't join us today. Unfortunately, he's dealing with some family stuff, so you're stuck with us, guys. So, yeah, yeah sucks. sucks for you. <laughs> um, so Don't yeah, I mean, initial thoughts. What, uh, what were you thinking when we watched this? Um, I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, this looks actually really familiar, like every slasher ever. And mm -hmm. then watching the film, my initial thoughts were like, yeah, it's pretty much like every slasher ever, except that it felt kind of real for what it was set in. Mm -hmm. I remember I'm still fresh on the panic of those times. That's OK. So, yeah, the same. That was the biggest thing for me is it's like that was a year and a half, two years ago, yeah. like dealing with that specific shit. But it feels like decades ago. Yeah. And it's so funny too because um, it, it, it's almost like explaining 9 11 to people born after 2011 or right. um, uh, 2001, right. sorry. Yeah. Um, where it's like the world just changed overnight and irreparably. Like it, it's just, it's not what it was. And it was so hard to get used to. And it's so crazy to think what we went through, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I love that it, every other country watching this is just like you prima donna. Cunts. I know, I know. It's like, <laughs> the funny thing is, like we deal with bombings every day. <laughs> that's the funny thing. That's not even the worst terrorism we've had on this soil since the inception of this nation. Yeah, but that's the one that everybody threw a fucking fit about because it wasn't Christians. Um, because yeah. if it's Christians or whites, it's not terrorism. It's just somebody being bad. Um, but that's a whole other different discussion. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Timothy McVeigh. Um, but yeah, just um, like the experience in the grocery store or the experience of somebody fucking coughing. Like that was. Yes. Like I yes! still carry weapons to this day <laughs> because of the paranoia I had that when I coughed, somebody was going to do something. Like, no joke. I, I don't carry as much as I used to. But I used to have at least one or two knives. Wow. Sometimes three and a pair of knuckle dusters because I was ready to fucking throw down God if damn, somebody dude. got my shit. Um, wow. Now it's just because I'm an angry person and I just want to stab somebody, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, but yeah, so the log line for this uh, due to the pandemic, Parker and her best friend decide to quarantine at a family lake house alone, or so they think, which that just sets up every slasher. Yeah. period like i mean yeah. you got your fucking slumber party massacre uh fucking even um you know like black friday uh, uh, black christmas sorry not black friday the the different movie but it's like just the the classic isolation and then somebody invades it's yeah it's great like it's a great premise i think the the best version that's ever for me the best version that's ever been done of that trope is the film strangers it's so beautifully put together <laughs> Oh, I got it. I one of these days I need to rewatch that movie because I'll be honest with you. I went and saw that in theaters opening weekend with my wife. We were both bored to tears. I'm going to hacksaw Jim Duggan in <laughs> your face with a two by four. How yeah. dare you possibly say that? I really feel like I need to watch. It again. I genuinely love that. It's like rewatchable ad nauseum for me. I love it. Oh gosh, I can't believe you didn't like it. Oh, I, I don't I don't even night. remember what I didn't like about it because you know I mean that's fucking almost 20 years ago. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I just so remember much. we were like, hmm. 
That was just a movie. thinking about it makes me get excited. <laughs> it's like the greatest home invasion ever. All right. Well, I mean, I will give it that. It's it's very memorable. Um, <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, I don't remember later. shit. I just remember that it's a movie and I saw it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it premiered initially on September 11th of 2022 at the TIFF Film Festival, so Toronto International Film Festival. Um, and then U.S. had the release of January 13th, uh, 2023, although it did list two dates. I'm assuming that the uh, January 13th, that was Peacock because it was an exclusive to Peacock. Yeah. Uh, but there was a, a, a I want to say it was like September 13th was the rest of the world and, you know, proper, you know, other VOD services. Uh, then, yeah, directed by John Hames. I think I'm saying that right. If I'm not, he can jump on here and yell at me. Uh, screenplay by Kevin Williamson and Caitlin Crabb. Cinematography by uh, Yaron Levy, which I'll give it up to him, man. Cinematography was great. Like. It, that was probably one of the most interesting aspects of this movie. Like it was shot beautifully and to pick Utah as a setting. Yeah. I, I know I'm biased. Like I fucking hate this state, but that view is why I'm still here. Yeah. I can't, <laughs> you can't tell if I like this more because it was filmed in, in Utah, Weber, Utah, or because, well, I don't even have another reason. It, it has to be Utah. I, it's funny because um, I, I worked for a client um, who asked us to sort of pimp them out. In I, I work in advertising. And so um, I went to a bunch of the homes that he designed. He's a home designer. And I was convinced for like 20 minutes that the home that this is filmed in, primarily the entire film is in one home, mm -hmm. was the home that I went around and took photos of. And like, because it's, it's indicative of every ex like high-end Utah second at home ever made mm -hmm. ever it is just this is what people come to utah and build homes to look like yeah. is log cabins with way too much lacquer finish on the interior wood yeah and man, that's so just it's weird looking yeah, but like, like for it. some reason wealthy assholes love it and fuck if this house didn't have it in spades mm -hmm. <laughs> it looks it looks so utah the only way it could have looked more utah is if it had like a a, a BYU Cougar shirt draped mm -hmm. over a sofa somewhere. Yeah. It's the only possible way. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I, I'm the same way. Like, I think I'm biased about this movie just because of the backdrop. Yeah. Like I, I love this statement. Yeah. People that don't know Utah is filled with assholes, but it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, One of the worst people on the fucking planet, but yeah. it is so gorgeous. Like it's the view, hell, the fucking nature. And, and the thing is like, you go, let's just say half hour in any direction you're going to yeah. reach, you're going to have find different environments and it's just, it's all so fucking beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Some environments you're going to find Coca-Cola products on the ground and mm -hmm. others are going to be Pepsi products on the ground. That's true. You will inevitably find products on the ground. Though. Yes. And, and usually there's probably some syringes there too, or at least a glass stick. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, so getting back on uh, the music our tourism job. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? They got rid of the private club <laughs> memberships. That's something, I guess. Yeah. It's yeah. You Whatever. used to have to be just to qualify that for people who don't know. Mm -hmm. you, in order to buy drinks in a bar, you had to be a member of a private club. Mm -hmm. Like a private fucking club. Yeah. You didn't have to wear a jacket or anything. But you had like pay for membership to buy a beer. In some cases. What the I, fuck? I was a member at a bar called Kamikazes. 
I never once paid for a membership. I never once applied for a membership. Just the owner just assumed I had a membership. <laughs> you project Kamikaze. I fucking do, man. Like that. <laughs> All right. So here's for the Utahns that are listening. Cause I know there's a lot of them. Yeah. Definitely if you've ever one. been to Burt's Tiki Lounge, you know, you know, um, may Odin bless its soul. Uh, <laughs> Basically, that was the Ogden version of it. It wasn't quite punk rock. Like, it didn't smell like piss and PBR, mm. but close. And mm. just some of the greatest shows I don't remember were there. Uh, <laughs> some of the best fights I don't remember were there. It's beautiful fucking place. So, Tommy, I love you. Um, but yeah, like, memberships were a fucking weird thing. Yeah, that was a weird, weird thing. And if you didn't have a membership, you had to pay like ten dollars to get in just to go buy beer, which was already weird. Overpriced. Yeah, weird, weird, weird uh, place. Which is now the normal price for a beer anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> well, at least you don't have to have the fees. Yeah, um, you don't have to pay ten bucks to pay ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just show up and you pay it, and you go, huh? Gross. Why do I still go to bars? Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, we can thank the pandemic for that. I don't like drinking in bars anymore. It's like, why is this so expensive? Dude, I've I'm never still sober. liked drinking in bars. I think bars are the, like the worst, like cesspools of humanity ever. It's just sadness and despair, like walking around. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had friends that were over in Magna and they're like, hey, come out to our holiday bash at this bar. And I would go and I'd just be like, this is like, like I'm here for a holiday. Mm -hmm. this is their every day like this is them on a weekend that's the saddest goddamn thing i've ever seen in my life mm -hmm. like fuck me i feel bad about myself just for having witnessed your sad life <laughs> like fuck and you live it fuck Ugh. see that's that's usually how i felt when i went to the cowboy bar that i used to go to all the time because <laughs> yes i used to go to a cowboy <laughs> bar and we'd kick everybody out by putting on you know, about 30 minutes of black metal and death metal. Sweet. And then usually about the time the credits ran out on the, the jukebox, it just went back to country and they were all gone. So we just all sit there and get fucked up. But <laughs> outside of that, like all the bars that I would go to, it was for yeah. concerts. So yes, you had your regulars there, but they were like the fun, sad people. Like, you know, that <laughs> as soon as they leave, they're just going to be miserable until the next time they're there. Yeah. But they're having fun, right? It's now. a highlight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like being at the sad bar is the highlight of their sad lives. Yeah, man. Like, I, fuck. Ugh. All right. Life. Mm -hmm. There has to be worker bees. All right. That's all there is to it. Yeah. I just yeah, don't definitely. Like to think of myself as one. Yeah. No, I mean, that's society. Like people always think they have to be so important. And guess what? You don't. It's fine. We need people at McDonald's making Most burgers. Most of you aren't. I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm not <laughs> yeah, I don't have know. illusions. Yeah. yeah, what are no, we talking okay. about? Uh, so we're talking about the cast now because uh, right. music by Nima Fakara, I think that's exactly, yeah, I'm did. pretty sure that's how it said. Uh, so yeah, there are yeah. literally two RAs in it, so he was there are <laughs> and, and right by an H, so it makes it difficult in my American. Fakara. Uh, so cast wise, we got Gideon Alden as Parker Mason, Beth Millen as Mary Woodland or like, Woodlow, yeah. Dylan Sprayberry. Was DJ Cole it's definitely a like, real name? Yeah, it's totally not made up. Uh, Mark Menchaka as Jason, Jane Adams as Pamela, Jolie Courtney as Tyler, Chris Reed as Jab, Dwayne yeah. Stevens as Mr. Lyons, and Logan Murphy as Benji. Which 
the fact that he's credited is kind of amazing because he's not even really in the movie. Yeah, and he's not even a dog. I yeah, thought yeah. What kind of person names their kid a dog? <laughs> I mean, I name dogs people names, but that's that's cute. okay. You can't go the other way though. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't absolutely. work the other way. Yeah, so I mean, uh, plot wise, it's pretty straightforward. It's it's a home invasion set during quarantine. I usually I kind of cringe a little inside when I see. I hate to say period specific pieces, but right, like almost like snapshot right. in times pieces. Yeah. So, I mean, you got your general yeah. time setting piece. So like a movie takes place in the twenties, but it's not all based around a specific month, a specific year or anything like yeah. that. It's just, that's the backdrop. Yeah. So anytime that there's a COVID specific one, it's like, Oh God, you guys are going for the lowest hanging fruit. And I'll be honest for the first, probably 15 10, 15 minutes, that's about what I was thinking. But it kept getting more and more real, like we were talking about earlier. Like that was that was our shared experience. Um, I did hate the fact that they got the time periods wrong because realistically, it's not that hard to look up. Yeah. Um, like this takes place initially. So the, the, the opening starts following some kid. Um, ultimately, he ends up getting murdered and yeah. it's funny. But... So in Utah, which that's where this is taking place, they're not hiding that it's Utah. Shutdown was April 1st. The greatest April Fool's joke ever. <laughs> um, but this show, it's starting on April 3rd and talking about shutting down on the 4th. And it's like, that's that's a real easy fix. And if you want it to be semi-realistic, come on. That's, but whatever. But as soon as he dies, it's like, okay, you know what? I don't care. Let's Let's play with the timeline a little. Yeah. I I liked that. I mean, the, the screenwriter is the guy who did Scream, so we're not hiding any illusions that this is a screen a Scream type slasher film. And there are sense, you have to qualify slashers because ultimately there's always the com there's always the problem you have to get over with technology when it comes to a slasher film. Why don't you just use your cell phone and call someone? But if you set this in the pandemic. No one wanted to help anyone. We were all worried about buying guns and toilet paper to protect our own. Yeah. Like everyone was isolated unto themselves. And so to find, have that opening scene, not be a, a girl like you get in every scream film getting slashed to death by the, the murderer, but instead a dude who's like fighting back and stuff. I was just like, yeah, I could totally see this happening with a dude, mm -hmm. bro, who was just, you know, trying to get some toilet paper and chips and ends up fighting for his fucking life and yeah. no one wants to come and help him. Like I felt that. And when she, that, that fucking poor girl in the, the grocery store coughed and everyone like whiplashed to her. I was just like, yes, yep, yep. everyone did that. If someone deigned to have a sneeze, fucking heaven forbid there was dust in the air because oh, if yeah. you happen to sniff that and sneeze, you were seen as the plague dude. And that was the biggest crock of shit because <laughs> Utah has got such a high pollen count. Like, basically, if you oh, have bad, any yeah. allergies whatsoever, don't come to the state because this state is going to kill you. Yeah. Salt Lake so, Valley in particular seems to, it's a, like a, a valley. It's a bowl. Yeah. So it traps pollution. Yeah, it's it's so bad. And yeah, that was the thing. Like, the, the first month after people were allowed to start going out to stores and go grocery shopping and shit, 
dude, that's all it was, was everybody like trying to be like, no, 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 I'm not sick. I'm not sick. I'm not sick. And it's like, we're all seeing the cottonwood flying around in the fucking air. So obviously we know we're all dying from our allergies, not from the plague, but it's so crazy. Yeah. It was, it was fucking real. (laughs) I just remember reflecting back on that moment because as, as insane as you see some of the people in any film act, I feel like it, it didn't even compare to the reality of how no, people react. No, I've seen people fist fight over yeah. in stores. Like when that lady was she's like really digging for the, the tissues. Mm-hmm. No, that's like somebody punching somebody and grabbing it with their kid in their arm and running off. Yeah. I've seen that shit. <laughs> yeah, in, in Utah, it would have gone much different. It would have been like some dude that called her uh, um I don't know, a, a libtard or something punched her mm-hmm. in the face and they just ran away saying, you're a goddamn slave doing what everyone tells you to do. Mm-hmm. Fuck masks. Like, like yeah, running out or something. Pretty much. I was in a tire store during the pandemic once and a dude came in and out of nowhere, some guy across the goddamn tire store was like, put on your mask. And I was just like, oh, here we fucking go. And they just started yelling at each other across the fucking way. Like, he's going to leave in like 2.3 seconds if you just right. shut the fuck up. But you just can't help. You gotta be fucking pretentious and tell other people to put their masks on. Mm-hmm. And then when they're like, put your masks on, we're outside. Are we even supposed to do that? And now what we know about the, the fucking virus and stuff, it's like, we were goddamn idiots. But still, we didn't know. And then they're like wiping down the cardboard boxes of food. I was just like, "Yeah, dude, we did that." Yep. <laughs> How stupid. We're and it's, we. it's like none of us licked the fucking containers. What was the big yeah. deal? Now, I will admit, I will admit, for a hot minute, because we always have like a copious amount of alcohol wipes. I would wipe down my beer cans and shit unless it came in <laughs> a box. Yeah. I would wipe down the lids because I'm going to be putting that shit in my mouth. Yeah. And you don't know what fucking asshole is coughing on shit. Yeah. Cause that was something I experienced all the time too, was watching people walk in, look at motherfuckers, take off their mask. Go, <laughs> really? Yeah, dude. <laughs> like I got so many, what the many times fuck? I almost got fights with people. Like I, if my wife hadn't stopped me, I'm pretty sure I would have had a record wow. before the end of the year of 2020. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a crazy time. It was a crazy. Time. Chris said, "Great to see you guys." Thoughts to Colin. Yeah, man. So it's, uh, it's a shame we can't be here, but uh, understand it. Family shit's way more important. Is it though? Well, it really? depends on the family. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. family is complicated we'll it, it really is um but no, yeah, I, so then, the thing then, is, is i i i didn't particularly enjoy this film as a film i enjoyed what this film reminded me of the same like that's the thing is it, it really it was a straightforward slasher yeah some girls and it go, was short which i really enjoyed too that yes that i did appreciate like i fucking hate movies that are two and a half plus hours if there's no reason yeah like i'm sorry you you're not fucking martin scorsese you're not anybody of importance don't make a movie that fucking long even most of martin scorsese's movies mm-hmm. shouldn't be that fucking long killers of the flower moon take an hour and a half off of that movie maybe two hours i would have loved it way more yeah i liked it but it was too fucking long 
it just made me feel bad about myself. <laughs> I, I had no connection to any of that. And I still <laughs> felt horrible the whole time. I'm like yeah. looking over to my wife. He has to know what he's doing, right? But he loves her. Why? He's going to he's going to stop, right? She's like, yeah, of course he is. Why would he continue? I was like, I, right? And then he yeah. keeps going. I'm just like, I loved you. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Fuck you. Dude, and that's Ugh. that's the shit I don't get about that movie is so many people sympathized for him. It's like, no, he was the villain from the beginning. <laughs> he was fucking killing. And we he, aren't supposed to feel bad for him. We opened with him admitting to go along with the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Completely, like, like it's not even subtext it is straight up so out in the funny. open verbatim are you gonna do what i asked you to do absolutely there because yeah. like the... yeah god damn i like big girls i like them soft i mean yeah. i could appreciate that man it, like yeah i've told you what my type is right um, female <laughs> yes i like them all yes and on man camp yeah you know what man camp Male story. we we do we do what we gotta do which actually, hold on. I, I, oh, that okay. So here is my note about man camp because we have had some bougie oh, bitch man camps before that oh, I could yeah. have seen us being in this spot. Why the fuck haven't we had a dance party yet? That's true. I feel like if they can have a dance party at their <laughs> man camp, we should too. You know what I was I was thinking when we saw the dance party. So the dance party is like they get to the the like home the mm -hmm. vacation home and then they like do a little bit of sort of like lakefront sunbathing and mm -hmm. then they go her boyfriend comes back or, or comes and she's being total cunt to him for some insane reason it's her ex yeah but she like still is in for it like he, yeah. she she everything she did was just to get his attention and mm -hmm. then she's being a total bitch for no reason here's okay so i'm gonna put a pin on the dance party really quick and just say if you like someone Human existence is short. Like, mm -hmm. life is short. If you enjoy someone's company, fucking let them know and just right, spend time with them. Dude, if it, you don't, get mm -hmm. the fuck away and just ignore them. Mm -hmm. But don't spend your time torturing some other human because you're fucked in the head. Yeah, like, man. I, it's too short. I don't get it. Like, I'm going to lose any sort of cool cred that I have right now. I, I don't fucking care. So I'm reading the Fifty Shades of Grey series right now. And that is my biggest pull away from that is what the fuck is wrong with people? You've got the most real motherfuckers out there that will do anything for you. And yeah. they're overly honest with you. Why can't that be reciprocated? Like, how hard is that in, in any sort of relationship? Like, not even a romantic, a, a platonic relationship, anything, any sort of interaction that you have with another human being. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you should be nice, but be real, like be honest, be open. Like, we're all gonna die at some point, yeah. uh, some of us sooner than others. Uh, like, what the fuck is wrong with people? I just, I don't it drives get it. me insane. I don't understand it at all. It, yeah. it especially drives me crazy when there's no setup as to why. Mm -hmm. I get it if you're like abused and you're repeating behavior because that's mm -hmm. a thing. Yeah, I, I get it. If you've been tortured or you know you've suffered in some way, then you're just lashing. She's like just a privileged fucking girl. That's literally it. That's like, all it is. You don't have to be a cunt. That's a choice well, you're making. And even her friend. Like, yeah, exactly. Her friends are always the ones that <laughs> usually are like, oh yeah, fuck him, fuck that person, blah blah blah. Mm. No, she's like, dude, just fucking leave him alone. Yeah, like you already got what you needed out of this. 
why are you still doing this? And, and I, it's like, she's cool. I like her. Yeah, like the twist at the end, we understand why everything's happening because mm -hmm. she's a cunt and thoughtless. But it, for me as a viewer, it wasn't enough to warrant the reaction. Mm -hmm. And it didn't endear me to her to care if she got killed or not. Mm -hmm. And so you're, you're sort of as a screenwriter giving a double negative when it comes to something that you're supposed to do, which is make a viewer care about what's happening on screen. Yeah. And you just x all that out in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, definitely. So let's get back to the dance party because when I was watching that, I was like, wow, this is a lot of energy. I don't have that type of energy. <laughs> yeah, no, neither do I. I don't but care still. what substances you're putting in me. I got maybe two and a half minutes and then I'm wiped for the night. Well, right. it's just so funny too because it goes from being, you know, the... The red herring is the boyfriend shows up. Yeah. He's on a phone call, so he doesn't hear them talking when he's Some knocking bullshit. on the door. Yeah. I guess. Um, so he sneaks in the back door, which what the fuck is wrong with people? Lock <laughs> your goddamn doors. hundred percent. Like, I don't know. I, maybe it's the way I grew up. Maybe it's the fact that I've had some shit happen, but my doors are always fucking locked unless I know somebody's coming over. And then the second they leave, once they're out of my driveway, all doors are locked. Yeah. Because if somebody's going to try to get in, I'm going to know about it, and then I'm going to fuck them up. Not, I, yeah. like, what the fuck? Why? Just insane to me. Fucking white kids. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like the red herring is the boyfriend shows up, scares him. Oh, okay. You're yeah. an asshole. Fuck yeah. you. Why are you here? And then dance party after they smoke pot. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, but if I'm drinking as much as they're drinking, because uh, they're doing a drinking game watching cnn and every time fauci, fauci. said they drink, <laughs> no there is no way in hell those two are walking or coherent <laughs> not at that point in time in american history yeah uh but doing that and then smoking some weed no nah, come on you don't got that energy no one's got that energy no they <laughs> needed a crack pipe or they needed yeah. ecstasy tablets or yeah. something else because everything that they were taking were downers not yeah. uppers hundred percent and everyone knows if you know anything about drugs no uh, i definitely don't know anything about them mm -mm. a mystery um yeah, three editors here yeah um, it's but... weird because as predictable as this was um i actually i could not predict where it was going no that twist was the formula i thought twist. i had nailed down halfway through i was like oh well the boyfriend's clearly in on it mm -hmm. like they, they're like invading and gonna kill him you know kill her and her friend because she fucked around mm -hmm. and when we realized the actual end i was just like oh okay well that's i don't really believe that that would be a reasonable end but okay it's an end yeah man it's especially the effort put into it so yeah all right so uh, the the first twist is that the boyfriend's not the killer yeah the second twist is that there's two killers dressed the same very scream and exactly that was exactly what i thought was like oh god this is scream um and now of course knowing that this is the you know the person doing it it's they're like yeah, and then the, the, the final twist is even more scream because there's more than two yeah like it's an entire family um and ultimately what happened was that video that homegirl took to piss off her boyfriend she was asymptomatic and she gave eight people covid at that party now Here's the thing. Is that wrong? Yes. Is it worth being killed? No. Especially because at this point in time, that wasn't a thing. Like, in March of 2020, everything was normal. 
everything. Nothing was shut down. You didn't have to do any sort of implements. It was just like, you know, try not to be around sick people. So the fact that she was at a party in March of 2020 and just so happened to be sick and got everybody else sick. How the fuck do you trace it back to her? Because there's no contact tracing at that point. Yeah. Um, and then the test that that drove me insane too when they fucking swabbed her. Mm-hmm. And it's like this happened a while ago. How the fuck are you gonna test her now? Let's you know, let's throw science out of the window and let's say that tests were available at this point. Why the fuck are you testing her now before you kill her? Just fucking kill her. <laughs> and um, the fact yeah, that you've already killed her boyfriend at this point, you've it, tried to kill her best friend uh-huh. and her. And now you're going to test her like right cart before the horse here. <laughs> what the yeah, fuck? Man. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, uh, it was an interesting. And just the effect that you, you have no evidence that this woman is the one that killed your kid from COVID. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. None at all. He was at a fucking party with a ton of people. Mm-hmm. You just saw a social media post that she macked with him. And you're assuming she's the only one that he macked with and he didn't like date rape some other girl later on that night mm-hmm. as frat boys are prone to do. And like that she's the one, right? And so you follow her out into the middle of nowhere. You lose one of your son's brothers. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I, I'm still unsure. I, I think it's a son. I think it was the brother of the <laughs> kid that died. Yeah, Maybe. I have no idea at this point. Um, But then you and the surviving person that came out here to murder with you you're just like um here we're gonna wait to see if this is uh actually true that you had covid or not even if she has covid now has no indication that she fucking got him sick and mm-hmm. died and if he died that night wouldn't you be thanking her for giving him a happy ending <laughs> like you felt right. good before you went like it could be worse it you could be wasting be away in a fucking hospital yeah. Yeah, on a yeah. ventilator for fuck's sake like thousands of people did uh, millions yeah i mean yeah. more than me <laughs> yep definitely and then the other yeah. side of this is they're like these are young kids these are teenagers um the healthiest of most populations in the in the world they're the least likely to die from this mm-hmm. which i found is like like I went, I went insane during the pandemic. Uh, I'm like, nature is trying to kill me normally. So when they pile something else on me, like I just kind of take it personal yeah. and I lash out. That's just how I <laughs> behave. And so I was really shitty to a lot of people around me during this time. I feel like they still went overboard. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like I went too far, but they went just that much further. Yeah. This was frankly. a whole other level of, petty like and quite frankly looking at that kid he looked like a fucking putz anyways like whatever it's probably better that he's gone he, did. <laughs> he had a huge head i'm just saying huge fucking head looked big, like a douchebag he's just... too big for his body yeah, he looked like guy. a tampon that soaked up too much blood and for some reason that i've actually i remember in high school totally off topic i was in high school um we were getting high and we went down to this what's now a dog park but at the time it was like this abandoned gully up in holiday utah and um, a girl that I didn't even know existed before this day pulled her dress up and pulled out a tampon and just held it and then just flung it over her shoulder. I'd never seen that before. And I'd never seen like an engorged tampon before. I've always seen the before product, never the after product. And it just threw me for a loop. I was just like, I can't tell if I love this woman <laughs> or if I'm grossed out. Because it takes like freedom and balls to do that. 
Mm-hmm. But like, ew. <laughs> it was like the weirdest moment. And I was high at the time too, so it didn't help. It was weird. Anyway, when was the first time you saw a full tampon? That would have to be when I was working at Savers. Um, I, I had to clean, dude. I have seen some shit from working there. I, I worked there for like two months, three months, maybe. Some of the worst parts of human, like the, the human populace I've seen, was from there and what they do in bathrooms, specifically women. Uh, there's nothing like cleaning up blue shit off of the walls, the floor, the toilet, and the ceiling all as soon as you walk into work. And then, of course, you know, tampons and shit thrown over. Yeah, man. I don't know what the fuck this bitch was eating, but there was something that was tinting it blue. <laughs> it, it, I'm, it haunts my dreams sometimes, man. That's it was weird rough. <laughs> yeah, man. I thought green eggs and ham was fucked. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. All right. So that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, I mean, that's You're more welcome, interesting than the Colin. movie. <laughs> He's missing it. He's missing it. Um, He's yeah, like, I mean, never that, again. That's pretty much it. I mean, they, of, of course, the girls win in the end, because why wouldn't they? Yeah. But they're not final girls. Like, the... the not the, at all. The friend could almost be a final girl, but not really. Yeah, yeah she fell in the trope much closer than the... Yeah, I guess. Thing is, is, I don't mind it. Like, we're sort of at this weird junction in time, at least the way I'm seeing it, it, where you have those of us who love the genre and we're like, Final Girls are awesome, but Mm -hmm. is it tired? Is it a tired trope at this point? And then you have the other side of the world that's like, girls are always treated like garbage and they can't ever do anything. And the second they start to do something, everyone calls them a Mary Sue and they're like, this is their moment. So let's keep doing it. And it's like, you're dumb mm-hmm. and i kind of feel like we have run this trope kind of dry and i like it when we see the struggle we see the mm-hmm. fight it's not like a jamie lee curtis where her back was against the wall she fired a couple times loomis came in there you know sort of hit him and then he went over and like she's safe for the first film mm-hmm. this girl was fucked up yeah and yeah, they fought back and they fought back hard, not as hard as I wanted them to. And it took them too long to get there because mm-hmm. I was like yelling at the TV. But that's what Same. tells me that I enjoyed it is that I was yeah. engaged enough to be actively involved in screaming at the TV like, go for his fucking lies. Why does no one ever go for the asthma? I was like, why do you keep saying that? <laughs> well, and then like when she's bashing the dude in the head with his giant metal implement. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but if you're hitting somebody on the head who is going to kill you, there is a deadly weapon within arm's reach. You keep hitting until you see brain matter. Yeah. Yeah. It and she stops because, oh, he stopped. He's not moving. So it's okay. It's like, obviously, he's going to get back up and kill you. Fuck. Yeah. Have you never seen a movie that you're in? <laughs> like, this is what happens. Right. Fuck. Yeah. No, that's the worst when they're like, okay, well, they're. Like their head just like turns to the side, and so they're like, "Oh, he's dead now." Then because mm-hmm. you would not turn your head like that otherwise. <laughs> yeah, like any sleeping. I, the thing is, though, at least it's stuck with continuity in the film. Like after friend falls off the two-story house and miraculously only <laughs> sprains an ankle, um, she's laying there and she's like, "Oh God, I'm I hurt. I need to get out of here." <laughs> oh no, you gotta pretend you're dead. Here, let me adjust your bangs. <laughs> It's like, ah, her bangs. 
They're unruly and there's stuff in it. The telltale really sign of a dead woman. Yeah. <laughs> Her bangs like I I actually really did like that moment though, because he was like, act like you're dead. Because what else are you gonna do? What right. are your choices here? You either so, act dead or get fucking killed. Well, the best part of it is she's telling her friend to do that. Smart. Hmm? All the while, she's going to hide behind a tree. <laughs> Not smart. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's a fucking tree. He can clearly see around the tree. You're not fooling anyone. There's that obligatory shot where she's like clearly wider than the trunk of the tree yeah. looking over her shoulder and the bad guy just turns and you're like, did he see her? Yes, she he saw her. She is yeah. bigger than the there's, fucking trunk of the there's tree. There's no way. This isn't Sesame Street. They don't disappear when they run past a tree trunk and yeah. then reappear running the opposite way like Scooby-Doo or something. Like, this is real life. Yeah, he sees yeah. you. You're not a tree. You're a human woman. Mm. Fuck. Yeah, it was, it was pretty so funny. So ridiculous. I, I love those shots because they're so... There's no way they're filming that shot. And they're like, is this supposed to be believable? And they're like, no, clearly not. This no. Not supposed to be no that, we just have to do it. Well, that's the thing. A lot of aspects of this movie, if you just look at it as hyper-reality, like you kind of just ignore the rules, mm -hmm. it's okay. Like the when she gets to the neighbor's house after paddling a fucking pontoon across, um, he cocks a double barrel shotgun. It's so good. And it's like, yeah, I, I actually had to stop and rewind it because at this point in time, I mean, it's one in the morning, I'm on medication, so I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I hold on, turn up my headphones, fucking rewind on the PlayStation hit play and yeah no sure shit like, you don't do that with those <laughs> oh and the antlers like when homeboy falls off the top and lands on the rack and he's all like, oh, oh, like the antlers oh, are going man. with him it's oh, like dude antlers man. don't antlers don't move like that oh so good <laughs> so so bad it was oh, what's good. worse about this is that like it's not the worst slasher i've ever seen no and and Not it's even certainly nowhere near the, the best, but I still like, I had fun. Like I'm having fun reflecting on it. Mm. Like it could have been so much worse. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I even honestly, bodies, 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 I was expecting it to be woke and like, you know, right. some sort right. of meaning behind everything. And no, it was just a people are going to die and you're going to go. How? Yeah. Well, Actually, that, that makes me want to rate it better. Because it didn't go for the easy sort of money grab of speaking to an audience about something. Mm -hmm. It just said, no, this is a shitty slasher, so we're just going to do our thing. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah, definitely. It's like it, it references uh, uh, um, Fred 13th characters. It feels like a cheap 80s flick, but it's clearly in the 2000s because of the pandemic. It mm -hmm. created an interesting twist on why people wouldn't help other people because of the pandemic. And it made me remember the insanity, like the genuine insanity, because you reflect back on it and I don't re remember it being as crazy as it actually was. And the constant panic and anxiety that I experienced for like three years straight mm -hmm. because of that and earthquakes and stuff. Like yeah. I was fucked up for a very long time and this took me right back quickly. So I don't know mm -hmm. if it's my PTSD or if it's <laughs> fucking just like 
this did it captured a moment well enough that those who lived that moment will always resonate with it. Mm-hmm. And so it almost makes it a timeless, no one will watch this in two years, but a timeless film if someone who lived it, you know, and they're now 80, ready to die. And they're like, I want to see one last movie. I've never seen this. And they're like, oh, yeah, ha ha. I remember talking <laughs> like that. It'll connect. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You throw in some other rando fucking, I don't know, middle of the line Bloomhouse fucking message movie. And no one's going to remember that at all. They're not going to reflect on it. They're not going to have any emotional or memorial connection to it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. You know, I mean, I don't know. But then again, I do remember watching originally that um, it was like a Skype horror film that was on Shudder mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Um, and it was actually really good at the time, but I've never revisited it. Like, I was just like, I remember it's, it. But... Yeah, I'm kind of surprised I haven't either because it was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it was cool. It's a 60 minute movie. That's, <laughs> that's shorter than some prime. television shows. Yeah. No, I think that's a perfect horror film length. Mm-hmm. Like if you just want to get in, get out, get an experience. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was thing. it was really well done too. Yeah. yeah, I mean for what it was, you know, mm-hmm. it was just like Zoom meetings, but mm-hmm. it was interesting take on it, you know. And it sort of bled into that um Blair Witch territory of like found footage and stuff with that sort of I don't know, the the live camera watch, I don't know aspect mm-hmm. of it. But whatever. I'm I'm high, so I'm not sure where to go from here. Uh, you know what? We're pretty much at the end. Uh, like, really, <laughs> it's a straightforward slasher. Yeah, people show up, people die. There's a conclusion at the end. <laughs> That's it. Like, there's no. This is not a thinking movie at all. No. And if you just want to see some people get killed in funny ways, it's and it's worth watching. Like, especially if you already have a streaming service that has it, like it's still free on Peacock. Uh, Like it's worth it. I'm definitely going to be rewatching it because I watched it by myself. I got home super late, so I put it on super late. So I'll, I'll I'll rewatch it with the wife. Not bad. Yeah. I will say on, on defense of Peacock, it does have the office. So that's why we have, that's kind of worth having the subscription price alone. And this is an add on. And to add on to that, I just watched Oppenheimer, which is also free on Peacock. Um, but that's like three hours of me having an emotional meltdown. Yeah, so, man. I I want to watch it, but it's that's a lot of time and a lot, a lot of whitewashing this destruction of my homeland. It's it's yeah, so, it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. to take in. I it was rough. I and I never heard anyone say anything about that aspect of it either. Oh, like of course. The emotional toll <laughs> of I mean, I just like the disrupting of the native people. No, no, no. Just like a throwaway line in the film. He's like, oh, yeah, and Indians come up here for their dead, but let's build a town here. (laughs) Like, that was literally a line in the film. And you're just like, wait, what? Go back to that again? Isn't that the premise of, like, um, uh, some horror films? (laughs) (laughs) You know, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) On, like, every fucking white horror film. Mm. There's, like, always this fucking ancient Indian fucking prophecy. Like, even Amityville Horror went there. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know I just it was it was a throwaway line and you're just like dude you just you can't acknowledge a little bit more about that aspect of it <laughs> not just a little bit <laughs> fuck I don't know the whole movie though I I was like a fucking train wreck and I'm doing this constant comp- I don't want to this isn't that review but I'm just gonna oh, do fuck it, it. we're like talking two about minutes it. more 
um, my wife went and got pizza. And so I paused it and I was just sitting here thinking about it uh, while we were like, you know, three fourths of the way through. And I'm like, as horrible as they're portraying this moment in time to be. And yes, it was horrible. America was torn amongst its own. You know, it's the middle of the goddamn World War II. You've got fucking not just us against other peoples, but it's race against human race. It's fucking political parties against political parties, you know, hunt for communism and shit. Like this is a stressful, horrible time, but it's nothing compared to what we're just living with daily right now. Like you yeah. compare apples to fucking yeah. apples. We are in such a worse fucking place right now yeah. with so much horrible things going on. You thought the Holocaust was bad. Look at Palestine for a second. We are literally having a worse experience right now of that. Yeah. And it's accepted by the world over. No one even thinks about it. Yeah. Like, it's it's like, okay. fucking insane. As long as I can get my toilet paper, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like... yeah, it, it's Western colonization at its finest. It's amazing in the worst possible ways. And so yeah. like I'm, I'm having this existential crisis realizing that I'm freaking out over what I'm watching and the travesty is what's on screen. But mm -hmm. what's actually happening every day is worse. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, fuck me. Like there's no out. I have to watch this horribleness to feel better about what I'm actually living through on a day to day basis. Right. And knowing that I am feckless in doing anything about it. Like there's nothing I could do. I just like hands in the air, like, okay, I have to just sit here and just absorb the misery. Right. Like that's, that's the shit that gets me with that. Um, is so many people throwing a fit, like, uh, having meetings with cities and States and <laughs> representatives. We need to call for a ceasefire. Cool. What does that have to do with us? And what is, what good is that even going to do? Like, Oh, Utah's like, Oh, we shouldn't kill these people that belong here. Well, I guess because the Utahns don't want it, we should probably stop. That's not how anything fucking works at all. It's such a strange time we live in. I it just, really it, is. It's man. amazing. You need stupid horror films like Sick mm -hmm. to distract you from the craziness. Because if all I did was focus on what was real, I would lose my mind. Yeah, I man. Just... I mean, so honestly, bringing that right back around to the era this was uh yeah. portraying yeah. that's what it was man like i did a deep dive so fucking hard into roots ska like you know the old jamaican ska skinhead movement and shit mm -hmm. like i dig that stuff that music i did i mean it's always been something i've been you know a fan of like i grew up a fucking punk rocker so i knew that music but diving into that diving into classic horror movies that i hadn't watched in ages going back to tv shows that made me feel different ways like i had to dive into that and cling to it so hard because the rest of the time if we weren't experiencing that it was cnn and the fear that was being forced down everybody at that time and if you don't have that kind of release you're gonna lose yourself yeah like i i unfortunately know people that have passed during all that shit and not because of that shit just the pure fear and everything and they couldn't do it so it's, it's a we lot. need shit like this and that's why movies like this should be championed yeah as stupid yeah, as it was we need stupid movies yeah yeah and, and that's the other thing is like not every movie has to be emotionally life-changing mm -hmm. like sometimes it's nice just to turn on a fucking top gun 
and just <laughs> geek out over just stupid, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's it. Just have some fun for a minute. And while this wasn't, I'll probably never revisit this film. I didn't hate it, mm -hmm. but I didn't love it. It was just like, okay, okay. Well, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised by the ending. And that was mm -hmm. it. So, you know, I, I can't really give it a good review, but it's not bad. And yeah. I would rather watch this than Oppenheimer again, if I'm being 100% <laughs> honest. And that won Oscars. Yeah, man. Oh. I would rather watch this than Killers of the Flower Moon again. Oh, 100%. I will never watch that movie again. I'd watch it this was, three times before. It was beautiful. That. The acting was phenomenal. Yeah. The, the music was perfection. I will never watch that movie again. This, I, I will watch. like The Great Gatsby was when I wanted to fuck DiCaprio. And this makes me want to kill him. <laughs> like, if it didn't make you want to kill him, there's something wrong. <laughs> I want to murder this motherfucker. Yeah. So badly. Yeah. And, and not even for like the cultural significance reason, just for his goddamn portrayal of that character. Mm -hmm. I hated so much the essence of that being. Like you can't, you're gonna poison your fucking wife. Really? That's what you're gonna do? I will fucking strangle your ass. That is insanity. Just leave yeah. her. <laughs> like, fuck. Oh, yeah. white people are the worst. <laughs> All right. So um Chris brings up an actual great closing question if you're interested. Oh, absolutely. What's so... the last movie you want to watch on your deathbed? Oh. <sighs> I mean, that's a so, lot to ask. I will be honest. It's going to be something stupid. Um, like, okay, hold probably, on, hold on. Probably. Wait, I, I want to get your answer. I want oh. your answer plus a double feature. Oh, double feature? All right. That's fucking easy as shit. The only double feature that should exist in that kind of case. Ernest Scared Stupid, Killer Clowns <laughs> from Outer Space. That's how I want to go out. All right. What if it was the last one? Uh, last one, Ernest Scared Stupid, man. Wow. So, okay. It's a tie. I guess it it depends on my mood. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if I, do I have, know I'm gonna die, or it, well, no, I, of course I'll know I'm gonna die. But it depends on if I'm like I'm gonna be bleak and stoic and go out that way, right. or if I'm like I want to laugh like a fucking child and die with snot on my face. Um, so obviously laughing, earnest, scared, stupid. Um, if I just want to feel something before I'm gone, um, smoke signals. Oh wow. I still have yet to see that. Yeah, we're gonna watch it. Damn. You're gonna get the experience. Damn it. Right. What about you? Yeah. Um, I've never thought about literally never thought about this before. We're talking about it now, so I'm just sort of off the cuffing it. I think I would want to go back to a place of young Adam where everything was innocent and exciting and new. Mm -hmm. And I have to go back to that scene in Nightmare on Elm Street where Freddie is chasing nancy and she runs into the body bag of her best friend and the bugs are spilling out of her mouth and shit. Oh, yeah. i was fucking terrified as a young adam <laughs> watching that i that would be my last movie like i have to see That's that scene one. seeing her body dragged through the halls and then where's your hall pass bitch <laughs> fuck your hall pass <laughs> oh god i love that shit so much hell yeah so i think that would be a good one if it was a double feature i would want to go like fun you know, if I'm going out, I want to go out with some like enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Whew, there's so many really good films. I keep going back to something as stupid as like this. Like, uh, I think it's this is the end or the end or something. Hell yeah. Like that. No, that, that would be a Rogen. good one. Yeah. Seth Rogen. Fucking I don't know why too. I like it so much, but I really do. Yeah. I no, that's every, a great movie. Every time I turn it on, I laugh my ass off. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm a, I'm, I'm weak in the knees for Jim Carrey and something about him 
coming out of a rhinoceros's butthole is like the Dude, funniest thing to me. I do not understand people that will argue that the first is better than the second. Pretty that is a that that is the sequel miles apart better than the yes, first, which I love. I love the first one, but yeah, yeah. that scene. I, 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 it, <laughs> like I've almost pissed myself numerous times watching that yeah. movie. I didn't yeah. know the white choo-choos were biters. <laughs> Your balls are showing. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. It's oh. so amazing. It's it's oh fuck. Yeah, it's a great one. It's you gotta probably... hijack a horrific podcast more often. Yeah, man. I think I think <laughs> we'll have to do that. Just start talking about All right, Chris, hurry up. Videos. We're we're at the end. We need to know yours. You asked us, so we're asking you. What's yeah, uh what's your last there. movie? You shouldn't even force us to ask you. You should ask us the question, then give yours so we don't have to guess. Right. Well, I mean, that's what I was doing. I was uh, changing over to the chat to see if he had said something, but uh, you know what? Hanging. Let's guess his. I, I, I'm going to put out there. <clears throat> uh, I think it's, uh, what? I see what you did there, motherfucker. What? Said my deathbed movie would be a documentary on how scientists are working to resuscitate dead fat guys. <laughs> that's like, you yeah, know, that's good. I don't know, man. I don't think I would want to live past when I'm supposed to expire. That just seems miserable. What? How do you know when you're supposed to expire? Oh, well, it's because I'm insane and I'm going to ultimately end up taking my own life. Like, that's probably how I'm going to check out. It's either going to be something ridiculous or this I kill got myself. super fucking dark. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's a cancer or anything like that. Like, I, I will not go through cancer again. So it's just what's going to happen fucking humble okay empire strikes back that's good that's it that's a good one (laughs) that would be your last one man i I know some like little porno clips i'd want to watch before i die before empire (laughs) and i love empire yeah it's i love it i love it i don't know necessarily (laughs) if that would be my last because at that point it's like well i gotta hold on to watch all of them in order now yeah yeah (laughs) that's a good one that's a good one well, I think on that note, right. folks, we are done for today. Um, I, of course, wrote down the outro because I'm smart like that. But I will try to repeat it as best as possible. Um, you guys know the drill. Do the typey clicky thing. Subscribe. Support our shit. Uh, somewhere down there in the link, you can buy some cool shit. Um, hoodies, they kind of wear off a little bit, but everything else seems to be holding up pretty good. Um, but yeah, until next time, keep it creepy. And keep it horrific. Keep it.